It is the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour. We have been streaking recently. We're coming off a collab win, and it is Thanksgiving week. We got a loaded platter, and it's time to eat off the underdog fantasy pick and board. Welcome to the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour, starting now. Welcome back to the Player Profiler Pick a Power Hour. We are your hosts, Ahan Rungta and Trevor Tipton. Trevor is traveling, but he is still on the show every day. If you're listening on podcast version, make sure you join us for the bonus streams on Fridays at the same time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, streaming on YouTube and Facebook. But we're here. Uh, uh, Trevor, we're coming off a Monday night football um, that was actually relative to primetime uh, a decent game. What would you think of it? Uh, yeah, I mean, other than... Everybody in the stadium knew that the Eagles were going to keep throwing those stupid screen passes when between Jalen and Swift, they were running the ball down the Chiefs' throat. I don't understand why they kept going down that road um, with those stupid screen passes. Like, a couple of them should have been pick sixes. Uh, It was a – as someone, obviously, I was on Swift, higher rush attempts, but – he had seven in the first quarter and they looked good. And then they just got away from it. I, I don't understand. Casey has got a good, got a good defense. So it's a, it's a spot that was there. At least it was a good game. Um, I think hurts his knee though. We saw him running in the second half is a little more issue than the Eagles are letting on. And Casey continues to wish they had Tyreek Hill in that offense because uh, good old brick hands, um, decided to show up again, and I'm going to use that reference later. Uh, but if you followed MVS for any sort of time, we know what he can do. So, yeah, and uh, you know, shout out to MVS for for dropping that dropping that pass. Um, not only you know it did gave it us a win. <laughs> yeah, it gave us. And not only uh, did did it help me for my pick and pull where I had uh, the Eagles, but for for our show's purposes, uh, if you were following along on the Twitter and in the Discord, we dropped a collab on Monday, um, right before Monday Night Football, and it hit. Um, if MVS catches that football, we lose because uh, you know uh, Casey gets uh, you know that touchdown. Um, so shout out to him for dropping that. And uh, you know, my biggest takeaway from the entire week is is probably from that game, and it's. If we're going to take midseason victory laps, I might as well, you know, this be one of them. The Eagles and the Chiefs are both who exactly who I thought they were, uh, and they showed that on national television this week. I've been, uh, you know, pushing the 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 anti-Chiefs agenda, and it has nothing to do with my fandom. It has nothing to do with any anti-Patrick Mahomes agenda, which you will see a lot of on Twitter. It has nothing to do with that. Patrick Mahomes. I can say this confidently as a Patriots fan. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback of all time. I'll say that, and I'll keep pushing that. But I've been uh, saying all season long that if they really think that this pass-catching room is going to be good enough to you know, put them in the Super Bowl again, uh, they're highly mistaken. And I've been on the Chiefs are not making it back to the Super Bowl train because that pass-catching room is very problematic train, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, and we saw a, a great example right there. And alongside that, the Eagles are also who I thought they were. Offensive play calling-wise, you just mentioned it, uh, a little weird. I don't understand why they do a lot of what they do. They don't 
and sure they get the ball the hand in, into the hands of their best players. You see AJ Brown crying about it a lot on primetime. You've seen that twice now this season, and I don't blame him. Uh, you know, I'm a DK Metcalf fan. I wish he would cry a little bit more to the coaches about getting himself involved instead of you know taking that on the DBs. But that's another that, that's another conversation. Um, but the Eagles are also who I thought they were defensively. If you look at how open a lot of those Chiefs receivers were, given you know how difficult they find themselves you know to get open um, you know on other weeks. Justin Watson had a good, had himself a nice game and he got open a lot. And that's a reflection on the fact that this Eagles secondary is not that good. And I saw a stat earlier today on Twitter, which was that in every single game that the Eagles offense has had a negative EPA, the Eagles defense has stepped up and, uh, and can, uh, and uh, contain the other team to a negative EPA. Uh, I'll take things that are not sustainable for 500 Alex. Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, I think the Eagles are, you know, it's it's hard for a nine and one record to be a true nine and one record in general. But I think the Eagles specifically are not a nine and one team. I still think the your 49ers are the best team in the NFC. I think if they faced off in the playoffs tomorrow, the 49ers would win that game. So both teams are who I thought they were. So I wanted to I wanted to bring that up. Um, but we're about to, uh, you know, talk a little uh, talk a little week 12. One more thing before we get into that. The underdog pick generator, solid showing from us last week, a nine and five week. Uh, and you can see on the screen, um, you can see on the screen uh, what our picks were. And we update the discord uh, after every week to, to see how we did. You know, we started the year with the with uh, some pretty mediocre weeks and we update transparently no matter what the, the record is. Uh, this week, it was a good week. And uh, you'll notice a lot of green um, on the bottom, especially. Um, and you'll notice that none of those were, were uh, given out on uh on on stream and uh it's a little bit of a flashback to what i used to do early in the season which is pick the wrong ones for the show uh so hopefully that that changes today uh trevor any other takeaways uh from week 11 anything you're looking forward to uh one big one eckler had one reception in that game how does staley have a job i don't understand i've said it before i'll say it again I think he has either the GM or the owner's internet web browser history. It's the only way he could still have a job. It's the only, it's the only thing I wrap my mind around. Imagine in that spot, you don't use arguably the best offensive player on your team right now with Allen being banged up at not 100%, right? Keenan's obviously the alpha one wide receiver, but they just don't even use him. That was just insane to me. And then... The Bills' offense looked like it was supposed to look all season against a very good Jets defense because they were they used their team correctly for the for what I felt legitimately was the first time this season. They the offense was running plays designed around their strengths instead of trying to mask their weaknesses. And you said it, and I I think it is right now health to health right now. Uh, we beat the, the Niners beat the breaks off both those teams that played Monday night. I agree. And uh, I mean, if you're going to mention the bills, I might as well make this a Gabe Davis show, right? I mean, here, this yep. is just something I, I, I tweeted the other day. It's been three straight weeks. Now if take away one big catch um, on uh, what was kind of blown coverage um, and Gabe Davis has been completely irrelevant from the NFL pro football scene over the last three weeks. Um, so if, if you're hearing on podcasts, what I'm showing on screen right now is 
um, a tweet that I made, which was, here are some NFL players with more receptions than Gabe Davis since week nine. Brandon Powell, Jamison Crowder, Isaiah McKenzie, Equinemius St. Brown, who is uh, on the pickup generator this week, Darius Davis, some others with more receiving yards, Jalen not in the in the Cowboys scheme, Tolbert, Quentin can't catch a ball or separate Johnston, Tajay Spears, the running back, and Kenneth Walker, the third. These are some players who have had better receiving stats than Gabe Davis the last three weeks. Just want to put that out there. But uh, if you want more winners like the ones we had on the underdog pick generator uh, this week, uh, well, you are in luck because we've had we have a discount going. Player Profiler is excited to announce the lowest price we've offered all season for the rest of the NFL season, all in package, and you can get it for just ten dollars if you use promo code Holiday. As we give thanks to the Underworld community for another great fantasy season, you can celebrate Thanksgiving and Black Friday football with immediate access to our award-winning rankings, uh, data analysis tool. And the DFS Dominator, which is what the Underdog Pick Generator is part of, and Dynasty Deluxe, just in time for your playoff pushes for fantasy leagues. Uh, this sale is going to run up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, Thanksgiving morning. Uh, and if you're on stream right now, that is tomorrow morning through midnight on Black Friday. So make sure you use the promo code HOLIDAY at checkout to get the DFS Dominator and the rest of the all in package for just. $10. We are about to get into the week 12 board of the underdog uh, fantasy pick'em lobby. And uh, right before we do that, let's just hear a word from our sponsor. All right. I want to take a moment today to talk to you about data analysis, the data analysis tool. We listen to the users. What do you want? What do you need? And we made it happen. We added popular reports like a fantasy scoring report, air yards report. And if you want to create a new report, but you don't necessarily want to look through every field, we have quick results. Hey, show me the most popular passing data. Show me the most popular rushing data, fantasy data. Done. And the thing just is much faster than it's ever been. And the report builder got a lot easier. I mean, check this out. We break it down into offense, defense. Show me just fantasy data elements. And then when you get results, hey, show me by draft year. Let's take a look at just certain players that played a certain number of snaps or a certain number of games last year. This is the tool that so many of you have been asking for, plus a bunch of dream features that Billy wanted and Cody wanted and I wanted and Dario wanted. So go to the Fantasy Tools section, click on Data Analysis, or go to playerprofiler.com slash data dash analysis. We are back on the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour where we're about to dive into the Thanksgiving platter of the Week 12 NFL slate. And if you want to tail our picks on Underdog, you can just use promo code UNDERWORLD when you sign up, uh, and you will get a deposit match up to $100. US And uh, we're on stream right now on uh, YouTube and Facebook, but if you are listening on podcast, we're showing you that there is a promo that you can take advantage of on Underdog. They have promos all season long, you know, with the $100 Sundays, etc. cetera. Um, if you make a pick entry before 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday, you'll be eligible for an airdrop, uh, which is you just make an entry in that time, and you could be eligible for a bonus, bonus cash prize. And Underdog is giving away up to $300,000 total uh, this week. So you definitely want to take advantage of these pickems, and we're going to give you some of our favorites. And we uploaded a bunch of leans 
just for the Thanksgiving platter to the underdog pick generator, which you can get in the DFS Dominator. But we're about to give out our uh, favorite ones, uh, you know, little geysers that we're putting in for half a unit each, uh, you know, ourselves. Um, and let's just get started. Trevor, uh, what's uh, what game are you attacking first? Um, so I decided to do something because we've got all our pickums up now. We got official news that AJ is Aaron Jones is out for um, Green Bay. So I'm going to do a Thanksgiving special and I'm going to give the people one from each game. We're going to go three ways. We're going to do a little Thanksgiving special. So we'll start. You got them right on the page. We're going to start with Mr. AJ Dillon. Uh, we're going higher than two receptions. I get it. It's AJ Dillon. You saw, though, last week in the situation they were in, he caught four balls. He does have the ability to catch those receptions. Now, this is two and a half at the books, and it's at two because it's juiced towards the under at sportsbooks. However, we model him for over this. So if he just gets two, it's a push. Um, they're going to have to use him in this game. I think this. I think Detroit shows up here. This is a big game for them. This is a you know, big, not just Thanksgiving, this is a big division game with huge playoff implications. And this is a spot that this gets used. Um, you know, against the Vikings, AJ had five receptions. Uh, at the beginning of the year, you know, he had a couple versus Chicago and then obviously had the four last week. And in this situation, their Detroit, you know, will give up some hits to running backs. And I don't care how many yards he has. I just need love to check down to him. And they're going to have to, right? Detroit, you know, Hutch is going to be coming after him. And that, that just shouldn't be two. As soon as they, they saw, when they announced AJ's out and they gave this to us at two, uh, the fact I can go higher there, I love it. So just simple, easy, fastball right down the middle, AJ Dillon higher than two receptions. Now we're going to jump down to the next game. Um, on, our, uh, on a different show I was on last night, uh, we talked about that. But we're, you know, the middle game, we got Washington versus Dallas. Uh, Ahan and I both like Dallas in this game, but let's not forget, arguably the best wide receiver in football this year, CeeDee Lamb, is playing, and his receptions are at seven. So before last week, when he ended at six, he had had, I think it was 10, 11, 10, or 11, 10, 10, whatever it was, right? He went on that monster 30-plus 30, 30 reception, you know, 400-plus yard tear, uh, in case you haven't really watched much football, Washington football this year, the commanders can't stop anything in the secondary. Um, and they're going to, I think they're going to be able to push here. This is a spot for me that this is just, I think Dallas starts looking past this game with their upcoming schedule. It's Thanksgiving. It's a short week. Dallas is the better team. And there's some crazy public line movement here. This game from a sports betting standpoint opened at eight and a half. It is at 12 and a half now, 12 and a half. That's too much for an NFL team. That's just, too, I listen, can Dallas win this game 40 to zero? Absolutely. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Washington shows up. This is a big division rivalry and they're going to push Dallas and that's going to get CD involved. So anytime I can take the best player on the field of that game and get him where I think aligns, he's going to end up with nine or 10 receptions. Sign me up. Um, I can go deep into detail here, but just go watch CD play this year. He is Dak's target, and 
Washington lets more people through than the turnstiles at Disneyland. Like that's just what that's just how bad their secondary is. Um, I really, uh, I, I really like uh, you know with both of these you're attacking the receptions. Uh, I got uh, a question earlier today in a, you know in a in a Discord about AJ Dillon and uh, his receiving yards, just how unhealthy you know everybody on the Packers are. But here's the thing with AJ Dillon: this man cannot juke me, uh, and he probably can't you know. He probably can't get through contact if you tried to tackle him, right? So I don't want to ju- I don't want to bet on his skill. I want to bet on his role. Um, so I, I really like that. And I, I'm also with you. Spoiler alert: If you haven't already read my game line article um, for tomorrow, I have a sports bet, uh, a, a sports bet pick for this Commanders Cowboys game. I think that game is probably going to be the best of the three. So if if we get a decent competitive game, CD is going to clear this. So I like that. Yeah, it's um, right. If Washington pushes them at all, even if they don't, right? In some of the blowouts, CD's gone 10, 160. Uh, I think this is just a spot, a little bit squeaky wheel last week. Didn't get as many targets. Um, again, this is just the nut matchup for them. And I just think Washington's going to push them. And then I'm excited. Uh, we finished off Thanksgiving Day with my Niners playing. And we called it last week. Uh, if you follow me at all, uh, you saw like, uh, I just missed winning the Millie. Uh, I had a really good week last week, uh, and I'm still mad at myself because I pivoted off some chalk I just shouldn't have. Uh, but that we told everybody, Purdy, Ayuk are going to just melt what they're playing against. It's CMC week, guys. CMC gets back. He is going to get used every which way, and I, I was. I love his rush yards. I think he can, I think he's going to beat this line just on rush, but CMC is the exact opposite of AJ Dillon. So <laughs> where AJ can not juke anybody, CMC can break ankles. And at any given time, he can catch a wheel route, a screen pass, and break one for 80 yards. So we're going to take his rush and receiving yards for the higher this week. And I think he actually breaks this just on rush alone. The thing with CMC is one week or another, he can go there. But this week, I really like him and I really like Debo uh, in this matchup. Uh, this is a little tougher matchup for IU this week uh, with Seattle with the way they play. And everybody wants to quote some of Seattle's what I want to call fake defensive metrics. So this is where you can't just trust numbers from a defensive side. You have to see what schemes they're playing. How did great game script go? What was the results? of the game and who they've actually played. So when we go to this spot um, and this, again, this is another game that playoffs matter. The 49ers are trying to chase that, you know, Philadelphia team down for the number one position. You know, they need Philly to lose a couple times. So uh, give me CMC here, Thanksgiving day. And we just talked about if I could target any kind of rush attempts or receptions right now on these, I would, but as you see, what makes me like this play anymore is that underdog took them from us. So the fact underdog is taking those away also says they believe they're going to go higher because they know people tend to like hires. Um, so we're going to go three pack today. I'm going to go lock this in because if it moves or we get news, I will just lose my bleep. So uh, and we're going to lock it in submitted. We are in, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that I don't normally do. I usually save all my bankroll for my own plays, but 
I'm thankful that we're on the show today and you, you, despite you traveling, you're, you're, uh, you're with us and I'm thankful to have you as my co-host. I'm going to lock this in with you. We're rooting for both entries Uh-oh. today. Right. We're rooting okay. for both entries today. I'm sprinkling a little bit on yours. I'm going to put a little bit more on mine, but I'm, I'm, because right. I love this so much. It, it's only right, uh, right? We got to win together. I'm also going to have a three pick for, for, uh, for Thanksgiving day. You inspired me and who knows, maybe I'll have one from each of the other teams, right? So right. it would only be right. Uh, shout out Toronto Dave in the chat. Thanks for thanks for being here. Uh, I met Toronto Dave at the Fantasy Football Expo. Great individual. So appreciate you joining us uh, in, in stream. So once again, Trevor's entry for Thanksgiving Day. A.J. Dillon, higher than two receptions. C.D. Lamb, higher than seven receptions. Christian McCaffrey, higher than 112 and a half. Rushing plus receiving yards. It is a it is a high line, but it is not high enough. I'm with you on all three of those. For me, I'm I'm also going to do the you know stick with the style. Let's have a little fun. Let's go one pick from each game. I'm going to the it. other side with the Lions, and you know I love me some David Montgomery. You know I you love you some David Montgomery. Um, he cleared his uh, season long. The only guy to really do his job with no sweat in our season long. Right, this guy came through for us. Uh, but I'm headed to. A little bit, you know. I like my weird. I, I like my weird ones. While well, everybody is going to try to decide, is it Jameer Gibbs Day? Is it David Montgomery Day? I do have exposure to them on the books, but for Pickham, there's a there's a there's a line that's a little bit juiced to the higher on the sports books, and I think that tomorrow morning on Thanksgiving morning we might not even see on the Pickham board. I'm taking Josh Reynolds higher than one and a half receptions now. Here's the thing with this wide receiver room for the Lions. It's obviously Amonra is the guy, and Sam Laporta is another one of those safety blankets. Those are the big two. If they pass the ball, those two are the priority, right? But we don't need Josh Reynolds to be a huge priority in this offense. I think this one-and-a-half line is just disrespectful. I think it's coming off uh, two games where he's uh, disappointed, and he hasn't hit this uh, in a few weeks. But the Packers, we know what they have on defense. We know who they are. They aren't a great run defense. They get Quay Walker back. They become slightly better, but they even let Austin Eckler run all over the place, which is hard to do these days. Um, but it's their other cornerbacks that are really weak. They've allowed so much production this year on the outside. Um, you know, they, they've been okay against the slide, but they've been one of the worst passing defenses in the NFL against outside wide receivers. Reynolds primarily is on the outside. Jair Alexander is going to be chasing Amon St. Brown wherever he is. Josh Reynolds is a guy that was clearing this regularly at the beginning of the season uh, on Thanksgiving Day. You know they're gonna, you know this uh, this Ben Johnson offense is gonna be aggressive um, early in the game, and even in that game where we saw the the Lions up three touchdowns against the Chargers, they were still passing the ball three quarters in, right? And rightfully so because the Chargers creep back into that game, so they know they need to pass the ball, uh, and they'll do that against uh, uh, you know against uh, against the Packers. They're not gonna take anybody lightly. Uh, give me Josh Reynolds higher than one and a half receptions. I don't know what's going to happen with Jameson Williams. I don't know what's going to happen with Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, who don't forget about him. If he runs, you know, he ran only two routes last week. If he runs more routes, he's a sneaky candidate maybe to score. Um, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna put anything on that, but I wouldn't be surprised if starting this week, Peoples-Jones takes a little bit away from uh, Jameson Williams and maybe even Khalif Raymond. I think Reynolds is the guy that's fixed. His route participation is going to be there no matter what. Give me the higher than one and a half receptions. I like it. It's um, they need, right. They really need, it's the Buffalo situation where Kincaid's been the wide receiver too. Laporte has been the wide receiver too. 
But as you said, they've been torched on the outside and the Jair's going on ARSB. That's just the way it is. So uh, I like the Reynolds play this week, uh, especially at the value. Going on to the next game, the Commanders versus Cowboys game, and something you alluded to was I think this game is going to be the best of the three. I think the Lions are going to absolutely uh, kick the daylights out of the Packers. Hopefully by the second quarter we already have two Reynolds receptions, uh, and so I don't have to sweat that when the Lions are up big. Um, But I think the Cowboys-Commanders game is the prime example of this is a game that could ruin the tickets for the squares. Uh, And I'm not saying the Commanders will outright win this game. But I'm not not saying that either. Um, the Washington defense we know is not good, right? And it's why we love C.D. Lamb. There's nobody on that team that can stop C.D. Lamb. Um, but it's the Washington offense here that I think is being undervalued, both on the Pickums and uh, and uh, the books. The Washington offense has sneakily had weeks where they've actually looked really good. Sam Howell's had flashes of excellence. He ranks around middle of the pack this season among qualified quarterbacks and just an EPA per play. But number 10 in completion percentage over expectation, number 11 in accuracy rating, number four in completion percentage under pressure, which he could see a lot of uh, against these Cowboys uh, who who pressure the quarterback a lot. And number 10 in deep ball catchable pass rate, which is important because ever since the Cowboys have lost Trayvon Diggs, they've given up a lot of these deep balls. Uh, So Sam Howe is kind of versatile. And if you didn't know, he's leading the NFL in passing yards, uh, which is uh, which is fascinating through 11 weeks. Um, But. I think this is the classic look-ahead spot. You look at the Cowboys schedule after this, it reeks of it could get scary. I think, uh, you know, with the Eagles starting 9-1, and one, the Cowboys have pretty much lost this division by now. But the only glimmer of hope they have is if they, you know, pull off a few upsets down the line. Uh, and you look at who they have to face right after this, uh, the Eagles, um, or excuse me, the Seahawks first, then the Eagles, then the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Lions. None of them easy. You go back to week three when they face the Arizona Cardinals as double-digit favorites. Bill Bill Belichick's Patriots suck. But you you could tell that the Cowboys were playing sloppy football. They were looking ahead to week four against the Patriots where they eventually won 38-3. But it was was a look-ahead spot. They lost to Josh Dobbs outright 28-16. This is a game where the commanders might, you know, get a few turnovers, pull off an upset, and in a game – where the Cowboys' defense has been red hot coming in. I think uh, Sam Howell gets gets going. And if you look at the books, Joey Sly over one and a half extra points made, which is essentially the the, the, the commanders score a couple of touchdowns, um, is juiced to minus 135, minus 140 on some books. I'm going to take the value and pick him here. I think this is off the board tomorrow morning. Joey Sly over one and a half extra points made. I think the the commanders um, are going to score two, maybe three touchdowns. As long as we don't have a situation where they literally are down eight late in the game when they score their their uh, second touchdown and they have to go for two, Ron Rivera is not going to be the guy that goes for two early in the game. So let's get a couple of touchdowns in the first half, shall we? Joey Sly over one and a half extra points. I think that's a great spot for a kicker. One of the uh, so one of the things Sam Howell has thrown had over forty pass attempts four straight, and he's had um, six out of seven. And the only one he didn't have him was that game he got banged up in. So they're they're just throwing the rock, right? I mean, he, they've turned Brian Robinson into a pass catching back. And something that uh, I love that you just talked about was the public and where they are. I just looked while you were talking there. As of right now, 90% of the 
betting public's tickets are currently on the Dallas money line. I wonder so, why. Give me the give me the other side every time. I just those big uh, those big multi million dollar corporations uh, are there for a reason. So uh, I like that spot. Not to mention the last last week the Cowboys lost outright as nine point favorites. If you are a believer in NFL trends, which oftentimes does work when you're you're betting spreads and totals, since 1990, road teams who lost their previous game outright as a favorite by more than seven, which is applicable on the Commanders here because they lost as huge favorites against the Giants last week. Next week, when they face a 700 plus winning percentage team, they're 41 and 16 and two against the spread. That's an insane hit rate. Not to mention the Cowboys are terrible against the spread on Thanksgiving because everybody loves the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. But it is it is uh, worth noting that the Commanders also fit a system here. So just make it competitive for us, Sammy boy. That's all. Yeah. For the and last game. Throw the rock, for, baby. Just throw the rock. <laughs> it's as simple as that. For the last game, 49er Seahawks. You picked a 49er. I love the CMC look. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go to the Seahawks here. And my friends like making fun of me for being a bandwagon Seahawks fan this year because I have the the over on their total wins, which is going to be sweaty, by the way. Uh, but also because I'm, I'm a fan of DK Metcalf. There's no hiding uh, the fact that he's one. Of, he's he's my favorite player in the NFL. Um, we had a pick on the underdog pick generator this week on Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm just going to say it. We were on his receptions. It's now gone from the board, right? So um, this is why you, you got to sign up for the underdog pick generator when we ping you in the Discord. Go go get those picks right away because um, that's gone now. And uh, while I thought those receptions were, were a great look, I'm just going to pivot, keep it simple. Prime time, bright lights. We, after we hit these first two picks, who do I want to take us home? And it's DK Metcalf, higher than 59 and a half receiving yards. Um, and Trevor, I, I think you'll agree that even though the 49ers might be the best team in the NFL, uh, if they were to, if there was a weakness in this team, it's the secondary. They've not played amazing this season. And uh, DK Metcalf is going up against Jarvarius Ward, uh, who he has owned um, previously. The two times last year where he faced Jarvarius Ward as the primary defender, uh, one of those games was a playoff game where he went absolutely uh, ballistic. But if you combine those two games, he put up 155 receiving yards on over 200 air yards. So this is a matchup he's very familiar with. You know, people are worried a little bit about uh, the DK Metcalf toe injury. Well, he's off the injury report. People are worried about the DK Metcalf rib injury. Well, he's had that for six weeks now, and he's been clearing this regularly. He's cleared this line in six out of nine, and I think the reason you're getting a discount here and you're getting 59.5 instead of, you know, what you would usually see in the in the high 60s uh, is because, one, the 49ers' reputation for just being, a, you know, a great pass rushing unit, uh, but also Geno Smith is a little banged up. But um, I think, again, we see we see a, a, a negative uh, game script here, right? The 49ers go up early, and that would only help DK Metcalf because uh, they're, they're not trying to, you know, they're, they're going to pass the ball, right? And they have to pass the ball in a negative game script. You, you, can't, you can't leave it up to running the football when, when you're down so much. And I think Pete Carroll, especially with Kenneth Walker out, cannot just – he has no choice but to pass the ball. So in those situations where Pete Carroll has no choice but to pass the ball, that's where I like DK Metcalf, so I'll take his over receiving yards. It's not if it's the 49ers' weakness. It is the 49ers' weakness. Um, and I have some stuff personally on DK. Uh, even though I'm a Niner homer, I, I like money. So it's uh, I love DK in this spot. And for those listening, we just gave you someone from every team for the six games, for the three games tomorrow. We got six players, 
You got two threes. I'm gonna join a Han and I'm gonna tail his as well. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go both ways here. And uh, I, grab it today because, uh, like a Han said, I, I think some of these are gonna be moved by the morning. We're tailing. Yeah, we got the sound right today. We got yes. the sound right. We're sweeping. We're sweeping. This is this is this is this is a good picks unavailable. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, oh, play the horn. I do not believe that. We, I do not have, believe. Let's I go. Not, the pick was so sharp; it's been taken off the board live on the show. I do not believe that just happened. Let's refresh. Maybe it'll come back up. Maybe like all of Washington's down, and there's news we're not seeing. This is the first on the show where we're refreshing the board um, after we've already made our picks. Looks like Reynolds and Metcalf are still there. Joey Sly is off the board. That's fine. Uh, uh, I'll take his kicking. I'll, I'll take his kicking points because yeah. I think they're they're gonna they're gonna there's gonna be offense in this game. So the pivot once again, Josh Reynolds higher than one and a half re uh, receptions on the gate on the first game. Uh, Joey Sly higher than five and a half kicking points in the second game, uh, and DK Metcalf higher than 59 and a half receiving yards in the third game. With Sly, all we need here uh, essentially. Um, is a, a couple field goals and uh, and a couple and one extra point really. So uh, there are a lot of more routes to, to get there on the kicking points. I think we see a ton of offense in this game, no matter what. So uh, I'm fine with that as a pivot. But yeah, I agree. Shout out but for being so sharp that yeah, it got taken. That, that's court. happened to us multiple times this season. On to both of us now, we've had that happen. Mid show, line moves or lines gone. Yeah. But I'm locking that in uh, for half a unit. And uh, if y'all are joining us in stream. Uh, maybe some of you got the extra points and locked it in before I clicked on it. But if you didn't, you can pivot to the kicking points. And we have our six picks for today. We're also going to post these uh, in the Discord. And uh, our, our friend of the program, Jason Allwine, shout out to our content guy. Uh, he's going to put these up uh, you know, on Twitter. But by then, maybe some more of these lines will either move or be gone. So uh, make sure you lock these with us now. Um, Trevor, give me, give me one take uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I gave you mine already. I think the let, let, I'll just say it: the Commanders win outright. If someone's upsetting, it's them. Uh, give me another take uh, for for Thanksgiving. Jamison Williams breakout game. Jamison Williams and Sam Howell. You know, as Max Kellerman once said, I'm going to paraphrase, but the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. We want one guy to get the job done. You want Jamison Williams. He, he played the most snaps he's played all season last week. You got to remember, he missed a lot of time. And for me, he just keeps getting more, more rolled and rolled in. And you brought it up. There, Green Bay has a good secondary, but they have been torched outside. And go back and watch Jamo's tape, right? Like, this is actually, for me, this is a big spot. Because he's either going to turn into MVS and frying pan hands, right? He's going to, you know, he's that's where he's going to go. Or he's going to turn into the Jamo we watched in college. And the guy's had some injuries. He's battled some other stuff. Um, but you can see him last week. I really liked that they had a snap count up. Uh, and like I said, we know between him and Reynolds, I think they're going to be able to put him outside, run him. And I, I think there's a shot. Jamo goes off this week. With with the, the Martians pointed, have the death being pointed at Earth, you want Jameson Williams, and I want Samori <laughs> Toure. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you. 
allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.